uh, beers with Nigel. Nick is here. I'm always here. Uh, Shalanda White is here, a.k.a. Afro Beer Chick is in the house. Say hello to the people, as, as the guys on the drinking partner say. Say hello to the people. Hello, my peoples. What's going on? I got to get me one of those glasses. That's nice. Yes, I'm actually getting ready to put my stash up on the website now since I can't, since I'm not going to Fresh Fest. Right. Oh, wow. You're not going to go? You think they're going to cancel it? Uh, You know, we were talking yesterday, like in a Fresh Fest connection group, and, you know, everybody kind of put that input in. Um, I think they may end up canceling. I'm not sure, but they were were trying to see what the city was going to say because Pittsburgh Pittsburgh hasn't shut anything, um, any of their major events down yet, but. We were saying, like, from my perspective, I said, I would like to see you guys do it bigger and better next year because even if the city does not shut it down, you have a lot of people who have been hit hard financially, and then right. this is still going around. The participation may be low. So it's like, I'd rather for you to just hold off for next year and do it bigger and better next year than struggle with just trying to get through it this year. So That way I can still use my shirt. <laughs> but look it's always about the t-shirt everything exactly. in life comes down to a good t-shirt exactly um, for, those, for those who don't know Afro beer chick as a beer ambassador beer enthusiast beer drinker all around <laughs> you know just fabulous woman that i met Aww. yeah i mean I, I met you i met you on twitter and then we met at fresh fest yes and, you know, and I, I tell you anytime i wear your shirt People just like, where you get that shirt? Where you get that shirt? I'm I like, AfroBeardStick.com, baby. I got, I, I got to go order one of those. I yeah. love it. Thank it's you. Production. Who came up with that logo? Um, you know what? It was my graphic designer. I, I told, I was telling her what I wanted and what I was looking for. She's okay. Well, I got you. And then, you know, we tweaked it both a little bit, and I was like, man, this is it right here. And then from there, as you can see, I started like a series. From there, because she just keeps transforming to different things. So yeah. Well, you know, I mean, look, you change over time. You can't be the <laughs> same chick every shirt. All right. So yeah. So you know, I'm turning into like this little beer, this little beer series going on, and yeah. I've been having so much fun with. It. Right now, I'm on the '80s vibe one that I was gonna actually release at Fresh Fest, but it's not gonna happen. Right. You could release it on the Beers with Nigel show. We'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I'm excited. You know, this is, you are the guest that Nigel, when he first came to me with the idea of, hey, I want to talk about stuff. He, he pitched me. He said, he said, there's, there's, there's somebody I met. She's in Chicago. We got to get her on. We got to talk to her. <laughs> so now, now that we're at like, what is it? Is this episode seven? Six? I think so. Now that we're finally here, I'm excited. Oh, wow. finally get to meet Shalanda. Meet Shalanda. You know what our plan was uh, originally? We were, mm-hmm. we were going to take the train up there and kick it for the weekend, let you and your husband show us around, and we were going to do like a drunken show up there. But we can still oh, do wow. that. That was we're our plan. Yeah, we had this whole master plan. We're like, we can go to Chicago, we're going to spend the weekend, we're going to kick it, we're going to do a podcast, we're some beers. So, you know, as soon as this is over, we're still going to do that shit. So. That's just going to be part two. <laughs> this is going to be a two-part episode. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> right, you have the... Uh, the quarantine version, then you gotta have the live version. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. I'm all for it. So, so, uh, Afro Beer Check. So, let's talk some beer. What was your first, as you remember, because we go back and forth on this about when craft beer got the name craft, right? 
But from your recollection, what was your first thing that you would consider a craft beer? Wait, wait, so what, what was that question again? What, what was the first thing that you drank that you considered a craft beer? Okay, so of course it's not considered craft now because they've sold, but my very first craft beer was Picture it, Chicago, 2009. It was Sophie from Goose Island. I mean, originally, they, I mean, they're, they're kind of the original gangsters. And, and yeah. They Can were we the not first call them craft beer anymore? Well, they were because they sold to AB, you know. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like you know they're kind of grandfathered in. They get an emeritus status. They they get some hate because they're owned by Inbev. Right. That's for me as being a Chicagoan. They're gonna always they're gonna get love for me because they were a Chicago OG and you know and then on top of that is like they still have some bangers. So it's like you still have they still have bangers that people line up for. So yeah. it's like they didn't complete. And then it, here's the thing, though. And I know what, and I try to get people to understand. I know how people feel. Oh my God, it's big beer and so and so, whatever. But when it comes to like Goose Island, and I can't speak on any other brewery that has sold, they still have that small, you know, brew culture. Because like when you yeah. go there, it's still like yeah. family. You know what I'm saying? And then they still trying to help out the community. They do. It's not like what you expect big beer to be. Now, yes, they have right. the money to have awesome parties. But, however, <laughs> the culture is still small beer as far as the breweries and, you know, well, hanging you know, out. Well, and yeah. product still matters, right? Like, it's still yeah. good beer. Look, yeah. Um, some um, of it. I'm not going to say all of it, but some of it. <laughs> well, like, so, so, Shalonda, really, um, um, my man here is, is really, as I call him, uh, a beer neophyte. He knows a little bit. He knows enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I know enough to get yeah. drunk. But I'm telling him, a Sophie... You can give me a Sophie anytime. Yeah, that's one of my one of my favorite things when I'm when I, if I'm flying and I have to stop through Chicago at the airport. Mm-hmm. There's always a Sophie in there. On <laughs> they got the little Goose Island tap room in there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. But it's kind of like the Boulevard thing. Boulevard, you know, got bought up, but they're still doing their thing though. So you know, but people get mad because it's in Bev. I know it's right. It's a, it's a touchy subject and shit, but I'm with you. It's still it's they're still doing craft. Yeah. They just and got I'm, more money. They yeah, they have money. money to play with. So it's like, you, I mean, right. and here's the thing. It's like, and so it, with the, here's the funny thing that, that kills me, though. Excuse me. You have people who talk major shit about big beer, but these are very people who have PBR mm-hmm. in their refrigerator and won't tell anybody about it. <laughs> Look, I'm always going to brag about PBR. I'm sorry. <laughs> look there's there's something comforting it's like the it's like the biscuits and gravy of beer right it's 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 comfort food no it's safe no No. No. ever since i started drinking craft beer i have not had an mgb i have not had a heineken or a corona it's like if i'm out somewhere and that's and that's all they have i either get a cocktail or i get some water yeah i'm I'm with you and yeah pbr if I'm gonna go macro cheap ass beer, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna live the high life. I'm gonna go Miller High Life. Well, look, you can never turn down the champagne of beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's champagne of beers, baby. Well, and, you know, Nigel and I have a great bar down the street from us that that keeps it in the fifth, 1950s fridge cooler. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it's a little co- so cocktail supplies, cocktails, but they also have they got this great refrigerator that's from 1950 something. And he keeps all, he keeps Stag, Lone Star, P. 
PBR, just all these old school beers. You're like, yeah, I'll get a beer with a cocktail. Why not? I will always have a soft spot for PBR. Can't help it. I don't. And even yeah, my I grandmother was... used to work for like Miller Miller's for like 40 years. And I remember really? as a kid, yes. And as a kid, once a month, she will always bring home like cases of Miller's for my uncles, you know, for them to drink one. And you have to show retired. That was part of her retirement package. Like, like, why is she getting all this beer? Like, oh, what? what the? I'm like, what do I sign up for that retirement package? <laughs> I had lots of friends from St. Loserville who would who would bring their parents, you know, would bring home all the all the Budweiser stuff. Jelana, uh, I'm going to give you a heads up. Do not mention to Nick anything about St. Louis or pickles. <laughs> wait, wait, no, you have got to give me why the backstory on that. There's no context. Go ahead, go ahead. There's Nick. no context. It's just look, I, I'm I am a nice, open person. I love almost everything in the world. I don't love pickles. Okay. And St. Louis is the home of the devils. He, he calls pickles the devil's food. Well, see, here's the thing. For me, I can't knock St. Louis. You know, hey, even though I'm Chicago, it should be easy. No, the reason why. <laughs> let me tell you why I can't. Why I can't. Okay. I can't. I, I've never been to St. Louis for one. I've never been for one. I, and I was supposed to go. We were almost I, going. I was supposed to yeah. go, right? But I have my homegirl Libby down there. Libby is awesome, so I'm not gonna not say yeah. Especially right. since I've never been. I will, I will I will amend it because I do like to be mean. It's just fun to abuse my friends in St. Louis. <laughs> Look, if you can't abuse your friends, what are they there for? <laughs> I will amend it to I don't like Cardinals fans and I don't uh-huh. like Anheuser-Busch beer. Okay, well, I can understand that. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. That's fair. That's a fair so, so what's, uh, what's the Chicago beer scene like? Because I have no clue. I'm so interested to see uh, what your take is on – you know, this is one of my favorite breweries. They come to a festival, which just got canceled. But, um, so, uh, microphone, yeah, right them, yeah, they fucking they kill it. But that's yeah. all I know about Chicago beer. What's what's the what's the hot shit? Chicago beer is magical. The beer scene oh, is magical. Shit. <laughs> Chicago. I, by the way, that's our next shirt. Chicago beer is magical. Yeah, you can right. put that on the shirt with your logo. <laughs> what the hell? Chicago, it's, it's something majestic about it. Because what it is is that, so when you come to Chicago, and people always ask me, oh, my God, what brewery should I have in Chicago? So my first question, no matter what, what part of Chicago are you going to be in? Because you got the okay. north side, south side. We have 77 different neighborhoods in Chicago. And that's just wow. within the city limits. We're not talking about, and when you say Chicago land, that's when you're going out to the suburbs and you're going out to, like, right. Northwest Indiana, but with just within the city, you're gonna get so many different vibes and different neighborhoods, and they all cater to the neighborhoods that they're in. Like for instance, I'm on the far northern point of Chicago. I'm in Rogers Park, which is across the street from Evanston, is which is the suburb, and then right across the street from there we have Eckish Pit, and then I have Half Acre, which is one of my favorites, which yeah, is yeah. from them right I, now. I hear you, you talk about them. Yeah, they have two different breweries, one on Lincoln and one on Balmore. Balmore is the one that's close to me. I'm always there. Um, it's just, it's so, you get, and they're all different, but they all come together, you know, to right. create some beautiful, so I love the collaborations. And, like, I just had Hailstorm the other day when they collab with Phase 3. Now, Phase 3 is up in Lake Zurich, but Hailstorm is out in the south suburbs, which is where I'm originally from, in Tinley Park. So they came up with this pecan 
Russian Imperial style, and it's freaking amazing. So the beer scene here is so magical. So I have to tell you, like, what part of Chicago right. are you coming to? Because I can give you a list depending on unless you're just gonna get an Uber or we're in a car and just kind of bounce <laughs> all over the place. Hey, I'm gonna Uber. throw one at you. Back. I'm gonna throw one at you. My my buddy, Daily Herald columnist Jake Griffin, just tell, told me Three Floyd's Zombie Dust is his favorite Chicago craft beer. I used to live 11 minutes from Three Floyd's. That's how far south I used to live in the south suburbs. I used to always be there. Now you can get three. Now you can get Zombie Dust damn near anywhere and at all, any time. It used to only come around come out at a certain time of the year. Now you can get it whenever. Um, Man, there's their dreadnought, you know, and that's another thing. You gotta go, you gotta go check out Three Floyds. I mean, their and their food is amazing. Their beer is great. They're great. They're they're the hoppy beers. If you want a hopped up beer, you want high yeah. on hops. That's Three Floyds. <laughs> they are really really good. What, what's 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 your what's your what, what's your favorite two or three? Like, which one is my no, favorite? I'm gonna go. I know. I know. It's a hard question. You you've got a favorite. In no, in no, pati- in no particular <laughs> order. In no particular order. You know, you probably got. You're like, oh, this. If, if, if I come to town, you're like, I should go here first. What, what would you send me? Okay, so uh, definitely Revolution. I've heard that. Yeah, Marty heard that. Marty Scott. Everybody over Revolution is amazing. Marty Scott is killing it with the Vera program over there. And when I was brewer of the day over there for, back in October, I don't understand. I don't, I don't see how he does his job sober. Like he has a job where he's tasting <laughs> barrels. We're talking about like 168 barrels. I'm like, yeah. how do you stay sober doing this? Um, he's killing it with the barrel program. Maplewood. Oh my God. Yeah. We, yeah. we get some Maplewood down here, actually. And uh, okay, so that third one is so hard because. Half Acre is amazing, but then also, so is Microphone. They're really good. Yeah. But then, like, Phase 3 has made a, 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 to me, has made a big come up because when Phase 3 first came out, and I always tell people, I don't care who get mad when I say this, because it's the truth, when they first came out, (laughs) they, (laughs) they made, it was like they made the same beer in a different can. It's like, okay, you guys are doing the hops or whatever. Yeah, but it's like all your beers taste the same. They've gotten a lot better. Like now, each beer is very distinctive, and they've been doing some things. And then you have Hop Butcher. Hop Butcher is amazing. Hop so it's like, Yes. That's, what, that's actually what I'm drinking. Hop Butcher. And what, what style is that? What are you drinking? This one is a double IPA. Oh, you did say that, yeah. Yeah, so they're really, really good. And then they like they have the stout called Fat Bear. It's a peanut butter stout. It's very yes. well balanced. It's not super sweet. But it's, oh, my God. Like, it's a, that third one is so hard because there's so many options. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to pick. Look, disclaimer to all these breweries, this is no <laughs> particular order. <laughs> well, you like, like it all depends on your mood, too, right? You know, people mm-hmm. come to Kansas City. They come to us, right? And they're, oh, where should we go? What are your favorite barbecue joints? Mm. We, we go through the same yeah. thing where it's, well, it depends. What are you ordering? Yeah. Then I'll tell you, then I'll tell you where I'm going. That's, that's, yeah. that's beer, too. Right, be that's like, what I'm saying. Somebody comes to the bar, they're like, I'm like, what's your style? You know, some people don't drink stouts. You know? Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get them to drink something. <laughs> but then, wait. And then not even mention like Hubbard's Cave slash Unani. Okay. 
Like, okay, so they're the same. Like, they're, you know, two and one. The Unani side is the wild ales. I'm not a big sour person, but they have some that's really good. Some you huge on sours or wild ales. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely. And so is Half Acre. They have a really good wild ale program. But then on the Hubbard's Cave side, they have, like, the IPAs, the stouts. Like, they have a, a strawberry, chocolate, pop de creme stout. Oh, oh. oh. Yes. But you, we can find those in stores now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're in a two pack. It's not really about seventeen, but the bucks for a two pack. But they're really good. You said a two pack? A two yeah. pack? Oh yeah, y'all didn't know Chicago does two packs. <laughs> I've never heard that shit before. Oh I man, a, I know a four pack, a two pack. I've not heard of two packs. Okay, well yeah, Chicago, honey, we have two. When we have the special releases, right. certain beers, like for instance, I have a, a Maplewood Cappuccino in my refrigerator now. Those were two packs, and those two packs were seventeen ninety nine each. So then I bought two. Wow! Wow! What's the ABV on that beer? I believe it's ten percent. I didn't. Okay. Okay. Now, now I'm cool with the, I'm cool yeah. with the price. I'm like, hold up, <laughs> two packs. <Yeah. laughs> they ain't doing that shit here. Yeah. You know, we do what we do here. We do uh, some of the breweries do six. We do so some fours. Um, there's. Uh, but usually you know, the cans the are bigger if it's a four pack. Growlers. Yeah, we get the these like these are fours. They're bigger. You yeah, know. but but now with the with the with the covids and shit, um, you know, motherfuckers can't get no cans. And so I'll show you this can. Let me go grab it. This is what we're doing in Kansas. Oh yeah, the, the, all of the microbrewers are just they're just going because crazy trying to order cans. cans. So now they've got this. It's a twenty five. Uh, what is that? Twenty five. Yeah. Point three ounces or some shit. Oh, so wow. we call them we call them stubbies. It's not quite a a a, a crowler, but it's yeah. Because right now cans are hard to get. Yeah, it's we crazy. have the we have the growlers and the crowlers, but then we have like certain beers, um, the higher, really high ABV stouts. They come in like what eight ounce cans. I, I, I you know what I saw that shit when I was in yeah. Pittsburgh. Like, who, I, I'm gonna need more than that. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what? Though? Here's the beauty about that, and I I respect that because like when you get those higher ABV stouts, and you don't want to open up a whole bomber because especially if yeah. you're by yourself, yeah. you're not gonna drink the whole thing. Well, I would, but a lot of people would drink it by themselves. I gonna drink the whole thing. Yes, I, I would. I would, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, once it's open, hey. you can't you can't not drink it. Hey, you have some people that pour it out. I don't yeah. understand, but I speaking, would. Speaking of speaking of giant bottles. So, so my, a friend of mine had this restaurant down here, and she was really where we live. It's a suburb of Kansas City. She was the first craft person that had a cooler full of craft beer because mm-hmm. um, there were no really a craft, you know, six, six, seven years ago or whatever. So she brought me these bottles. I think I posted them on Twitter, um, these five-year-old bottles. So I gave Nick two of the bottles. So he gets to open one of those bottles today. And oh, I forgot to bring one out. <laughs> Dude, you're slipping, Nick. I know. I'm, I'm drop, dropping the ball. I'll have to, I'll have to run in and get one at some point. So, Shalanda, I'm going to show you these two bottles. So this one is an anniversary ale from 2014 from Boulevard. Oh yeah, we get those. We call them bombers. Yeah, but, but they they haven't made this one since, so it's yeah. weird. Oh, and then wow. there's this one. This is a imperial. imperial style from 2015 with tart cherry. And who's oh Boulevard? Boulevard. So I'm gonna guess this one probably will help will hold up. 
but they've been in her house for, she brought me like nine bottles of these. Dang. Just gave, just gave them to me. I was like, okay, Nick, we're going to on the next podcast, you get the, you get the first one to open one. Cause I haven't opened mine. I'm like, they're maybe hey. good. They may be shitty. You never know. <laughs> but Nick's going to find out. <laughs> you gotta, all you got to do is try to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to run it in a little bit and do a, a blind grab. Well, you know, normally what we do, I, I bring Nick beers and um, we call them mystery beers. And they're, they, I bring them to him in a brown paper bag and then he gets to reveal them and taste them and, you know, kind of get his tasting notes, if you will, <laughs> which is always in- interesting because he, so- uh, he'll come up with some words. I'm like, that's already a brewery word. He's like, it is. Like, oh, yeah. like, Sometimes it's you, eloquent. Buddy. Most of the time it's just a load of crap. <laughs> hey, it's like whatever works, right? <laughs> hey, look, right now, as much beer and I'm, as I'm drinking, whatever works. So, whatever works. I didn't even tell you what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a, a very local, local, some buddies of mine where I work. It's a Ruby Red Ale. What's it called? Ooh. Ruby on Rails. American Red Ale. You, you, can, tell the, you can tell the brewer is a, uh, a computer nerd who came up with that name. <laughs> Metric. Why? What is that? Is, does that mean something? Yes. That. Yeah. That's like computer language. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, the shit. best red ale that I've had, I would have to say, it was Petacolas Brewing Company from down in te- Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Good, so good one of my right, Twitter followers. Right. Yeah, one of my Twitter followers, Violet, she sent some up here back in January. January when her son came to visit home, and man, did I really enjoy that one. It was so good. Yeah, I'm not really a red ale person, but um, these guys, they yeah. do a good job. Do you have you don't like? I mean, I don't know that I've ever heard you say, I don't like that one. No, no, no. I, I would say it's not really, that's not a style I would seek out, but that was the first beer they handed me when I got there, so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget your first beer. No, I was bored today. I, was like, I need to go see some motherfucking people, so I just got my car, went to, went to my buddy's brewery, they normally brew on Sunday. They, they weren't even up in there. So I went to the other brewery. They were all outside. I'm like, oh, let's go. Man, beers. you ain't getting that in Chicago. You can't. You only you can get is curbside. Well, you know, it's it's it's. When well, you, Nigel when wasn't know, necessarily following the rules. Right. Well, it's, it's it's the brewery that I was working at one day a week. So okay. Okay. I knew they were up there brewing today. So if they're brewing, they're drinking. So I rolled up in there. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> They're Remember like, me? Person. I'm your friend. <laughs> I brought oh, the. Man. I, I, I set you up for the show. I, you had no beer. I gave you some beer. You should be good to go. <laughs> man, <laughs> I miss the days when I could roll up until brain and just sit down and have the beer. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy. How have you been dealing with it? Look, I see your, little, your liquor selection behind you. I know how you've been dealing with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, um,. Man, it's been it's been crazy because you know it's like okay, I, one thing I did learn I love working from home. Do <laughs> I'm you? more productive working from home than I am when I'm in the office. Not not this one. I'm terrible. I'm okay with going in once or twice a week, but you know right. the whole concept of working from home. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm here for it. My my daughter is kind of loving because that means I'm keeping more groceries in the house. <laughs> <laughs> she hungry. <laughs> Like, you know, I got to actually go shopping. Um, keep more liquor in the house. Keep, so it's been a trifecta. It's been well-balanced of 
beer, booze, and food. So we've been having this trifecta going on. Yeah. It was like, okay, we need to keep this after the quarantine. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have but I will say beer. this. The quarantine, and this is the first time my Afro has been out in a month. So, yeah. Well, you told, you said on Twitter you might have let it out. I know. I was going free to fro. I freed the fro for you guys. <laughs> we, were the, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um. I will say this, the quarantine has been definitely teaching people some lessons because of the fact that, you know, over the years, and I, and I, I was just telling some, I was just telling this yesterday, I said, I think I was the oldest one on the Zoom last night. I said, I remember the days when we used to keep in touch with one another, person to person. And right. because of technology, we've been so distant. Now we're forced to keep in contact with people via social media and technology. Now we're missing that person-to-person contact. So hopefully that changes where we go back to checking up on our friends and seeing how they're doing in person. You know what I'm saying? So I do miss that aspect of it. And I I told my friends, you know, just the other day, I said, whoever's having parties, I promise you I'm going to pull myself off the couch and actually show up and not tell you I'm going to come and then not show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it gives you some damn perspective. I'll tell you one thing, though. I, I have way more beer in my frigid, in my frigid air than I normally do. Because normally I don't drink at home. I drink at, at the breweries, right? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I'm going to support local. So I'm, I'm just driving around town just fucking buying beer. I got yeah. so much goddamn beer right now. It's so ridiculous. Like, Man, I've, been, I've been making beer cocktails out of my extra beer. Like, I, actually- oh, I saw that on your Twitter. I was I was I was kind of hoping you were going to come with some recipes today. Oh, oh, I see you're the last time I would have told you. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come with some recipes, and that's just stuff I'll be making off the top of my head. Like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me put this. Let me put this. So yeah, I I will say my intake of of beer and booze is way up during quarantine. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to support local. I I I, I I'm not trying to look at my bank account because I know the last four weeks, five weeks. I'm buying beer like the other day. One of those breweries, they got a restaurant with that, and they were doing 24 beers for $28. Wow. You think I didn't go over there and get them shits? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And like, I, I've been hitting breweries out of town, like, hey, you know, what's up? I want to support right. you guys. I cash happy for shipping and beer, just like hit me up. I even tried that with Libby and, you know, a second chef. She's so hard headed. <laughs> I sent her the money. She just let it sit. She, she wouldn't even accept it. So now I'm going to uh, send it to us. Libby, just let me support you guys. No, I'm just going right. to send it to you. I'm like, right. I'm so hard. Hey. I said, well, fine. I'll donate your your portion to a first responder or something. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, that's the hardest part of, about this. You know, most of my friends are service industry. You know, and them, them motherfuckers ain't working. Yeah. You know, at least, at least, at least I, all my little service industry drives, those, those were extra. I have yeah. a day job. So, but but still, I look. Don't get it twisted. I'm missing that money I was making on the uh, Friday, Saturday nights. <laughs> well, and even the ones that are working, they're not. I mean, it's not the same. That income's not no, the same. No. Not even close. But you know, um, I don't know if you've seen on on Twitter, Shalanda. We um, one of my buddies is a brewery diametric. They he came up with this idea to just do. It's almost like it's like a brewer's farmers market. So every two weeks. Um, it started out with seven breweries. Um, uh, the third one was we had, we were up to 17 breweries around Kansas City, and basically everybody orders online on, on that Thursday, and or, you know, and you can come pick it up on Saturday's drive-through. So it's a whole day of people just coming picking up. But it's it's kind of perfect because sometimes we wouldn't get to North Kansas City to get that beer. 
So yeah. the fact that it's all in the central location has been, you know, a good. That's I mean, dope. Yeah, they did last weekend um, 500 different orders. Oh, wow. Yeah, almost 30 grand in beer. The two weeks before, we hit 30 grand. So it's, I'm like. You're talking people, people are waiting 90 minutes, two hours. Well, not line. Yeah, the first time, it was just, we were like. Well, the first couple times, it was crazy. The, the, now, it's like you're ordering ahead of time, so you just show up and, and your, beer, your beer is already, you know, packaged Bagged and ready to go and, with your name on it. Yeah. Only oh, wow. That's doing, dope. All, yeah. Only thing we're doing is handing it to you. But the beautiful thing is people are like, you know, they get it. They tip them like crazy. It's it's very cool. I mean, I, I know a couple of my friends, they've come in the last month and they've dropped $1,200 just on beer. <laughs> Look, if yeah. I told y'all how much I spent on liquor this past since we started, <laughs> no, we're we're not admitting those we're not admitting those things on this show. We're, you keep that. Know, no, not, look, we can't even see that liquor behind you. Your head is blocking. You're good. And look, look, that's just and look, that's just what's on top. We're not even talking about what's under and then what's in the back room, the back bedroom that's not being used. It's like damn. Well, you know, and the counties the counties here uh, lifted a lot of the rules, so now even your your liquor places will deliver. Yeah, same here. Same here, but so, I'm so far north. Nobody's coming this far north. Nobody's like, coming. I'm still assed out. Like I still have to go pick my stuff up. I mean, unless I could get like, well, Instacart does deliver liquor from Benny's. I will give them yeah. that. But Instacart is so booked up. It's like their next delivery date is like two weeks out. Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's serious. So I was like, I might as well just go get it myself. Right. <laughs> so what? What got you in the craft beer? What, what interested you? What, what, how young were you? How'd that start? I was uh, 30 years old. I was 30. and actually, Oh, you were a late bloomer. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Um, it was actually my husband that got me into craft because he was just getting into it. And he was the one who gave me the Sophie. You know, uh, we were at his place this like long before we had got married. And he was like, here, I have something I want you to taste. And I was like, what is it? He was like, it's, uh, just taste it. So I tasted it with Sophie. And he was like, it's beer. And I was like, this is not beer. Because it poured like a champagne, it right. had some flavor, had the citrus. It was, I was like, man, I'm digging this. And then ever since, like, whenever I would go to his place, he said he would try this and try this and try this. So for the longest time at first, I, I was stuck to buildings. Like, I didn't like the stouts. I didn't like the IPAs. And my palate started to change over time. And right. then it's like, with him and his buddy, he started out with Chicago Beer Geeks. I'm going with him to all these different beer events. I was like, dude. All I do is hang out with dudes in beer. I'm like, I need to find some more females that are into beer. So I um, came across Girls Pine Out. They had chapters across the states. Like, they were right. in multiple different cities. And I was like, hey, can I start one here in Chicago? And I, they allowed me to do that. I did that for a couple of years, and I stepped back because my girls were younger, and they were in all kinds of shit. <laughs> so they're taking up my money. <laughs> right. But so now that I'm semi-empty next year, it will be three years ago in October, my coworker was like, you know what? You always talking about beer, and you know what you're talking about because I'm always listening to you. He said, you should do your own thing now. He's like, your kids are basically grown. What are you doing? I was like, yeah, you're right. So he was like, you know, you should call yourself an alpha beer check. I was like, dude, I'm feeling that. I'm so <laughs> feeling that. So it kind of took off from there. So what's what's the what's the Chicago? I mean, we we'll, we get into this conversation about diversity and inclusion. What's it like being a woman? Because um, I know you know Alana on on uh, eleven three KC on on Twitter. Um, 
we ask her, what's it like being a woman in a male-dominated industry? How, what's what's the experience have been been like for you? It's hard as hell dealing with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 she's not. Me. She's <laughs> not wrong. We're the worst. <laughs> Man, because you know what? And what it is that? It's like for women, we're constantly having to prove ourselves. Like, hey, we know yeah. what we're doing. We know what we're talking about. And I think the hardest part is that when you, when you get a man who talks at you or talks down to you when it comes to beer, right? I've gone into breweries and set up bar by myself and it's either the bar male bartender or the guy sitting next to me, oh, you'll like this because it has fruit in it. Dude, I don't want that right. shit. Give me a fucking IPA. <laughs> What the hell? I don't want this, you know? I got, so a, tra- like, I got a train coming by. I need to mute y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not worried about it, Nigel. I, I'm sitting outside today. It's too nice. <laughs> it's too nice. Yeah, so it's been real hard. Like, dude. But they're, they're, for the most part, there's been love. You know, I've gotten a lot of love from a lot of males. And, hey, we here to support you. So it's been, you know, it's heaters and totters every so often. Do you have to... Do you feel like you you have to re- recruit more women to come with you? Do you feel like, hey, look, I'm the only one in here when I when you walk into a bar, a tap room? No, for me, and that's the thing is like that's that's the beauty of I'm glad my mom taught me. She's like, you got to be comfortable with going out by yourself. So like, if I see other women in a bar or a brewery, I let them do them. I go in and I have a beer or so, and I can do me. So it's like I'm. But if they come up to me and we talk about beer, then it's great. But I'm, I like kind of like everybody find their own way in a sense, you know? Right. Without being overbearing. Man, a Cajun food truck just drove by my house. I'm kind of hoping it will stop. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think they're doing something down here. They're either done or they're getting ready to start. So. Ah, nice. So, look, um, Shalanda, uh, Nick and I, he, he lives walking distance away where the hell I live. So, you know, he see oh, all wow. the shit. <laughs> he's on the porch like god uh, he's like hey, we'll watch right now he's like oh my god i want some cajun food right now <laughs> i'm with it so as far as like dealing with you know this is we talk about this all the time in kansas city i walk into a tap room i'm generally the only brother yeah generally most of the time and then we had this conversation earlier at uh the diametric brewing where somebody was asking they're like do you ever see any uh you know we see it there's some there's a few women beer tenders at these breweries are there any brothers i'm like i'm i don't think there's any in kansas city and i'm working at two breweries what's it like what's it like in chicago what, what what's the diversity like in, in these tap rooms you know as far as the tap rooms you'll come across some you know brothers every so often Um, you don't come across too many women of color there. You know what I'm saying? You'll find, you know, our counterparts, they're they're heavy, you know, in rotation. But when it comes to, like, (laughs) you come, you know, you want to bring me see a brother there, you know, having a beer every so often. Or you'll actually come across, they come to bring you'll see them actually brewing a beer. Because we do have a couple of breweries here that have uh, black head brewers, which is dope, you know, rather really? than just working in the bar. Yeah, like a Lulu, really? they have a, a black brewer. Uh, so that's dope. So it's like, we're trying to get better, but, you know, we still have a ways to go. 
what is right. what is the what is that kind of beer community doing to, to to make it better? I mean, and I don't even know what the the causes other than you know, look, white men were the worst. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true, Nigel. Um, but I mean, so what are you guys doing? Because Nigel just talked about he's usually the only one in there. We don't see a lot. We don't see a lot of. We're seeing more in Kansas City, uh, more women. But I, I, I can't remember the last time I saw a woman of color in mm-hmm. a in a bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a beer bar. Well, I think you know. The, I think the first step. I've always said the conversation has to be had. So it's always really dope when a when a brewery is willing to have the conversation. And say, hey, what can we do? And right. my first step is okay. Outside of conversation, you need to actually implement it. So, for instance, if you come across a young person of color who's interested in brewing, you know, give them an opportunity. They may not know what they're doing right right now, but if you give them a chance, you know, to learn, who's to say that they won't learn at a later, you know, as they go along. And and I think when, like, when I talk to a lot of other people, young men who have told me, say, hey, ABC, I've gone for job interviews at breweries, at specific breweries, and I have experience, they still won't hire me. That right there, that's the part that is very, very concerning to me. You know, because it's like, these are some of the same breweries that tell me, say, hey, we want to have a conversation with you. No, what you want to do is you want to treat it as a trend. And then once it's die out, you're good. No, I need to see action. If you have people of color coming to you looking for a job, and if you have a position, give them a chance. Right. Are there people leading that charge? You know, Dr. J is definitely leading the charge. You know, she's trying to put it out there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we have people who are trying. We just need more breweries to bite. You know, and, and I'm with you. That's that's part of the, the you know the conversation we have every episode. We're like, okay, whose responsibility is it? I think it's everybody's. Because um, like I said, I had that conversation 45 minutes ago at the brewery over there, and they were talking about their last hiring process because somebody was fussing at them because they didn't have a woman behind the bar. And he said, when we put out the all call to, to, to get applicants, they got five dudes and two women. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we wanted to hire a woman, so they hired a woman. They had, mm-hmm. Obviously, they had no people of color. Because where we live, we're in the suburb of Kansas City. Right. This is, this, it, ain't, no, ain't no brothers in beer out here. The people that I know that are, that are black people that are in, in beer or, in, or in, in the city. But, you know, like we always talk about every, every episode, like where Boulevard is, where several of these breweries are, these, they're in the hood. Yeah, and I've talked to and I've talked to those breweries to those breweries and be like, who comes in here? Because there's this one brewery, really they do some really nice beers called Alma Mater. We'll have to send you some. It's mm-hmm. literally in a Hispanic black neighborhood. It really mm-hmm. is. They're trying to gentrify it, but it's mostly still minority. And he's like, every once in a while, somebody will roll up in there, you know. But he said, for the most part, it's still just the the you know the the beer community as a whole. The people yeah. who are in no, and we always go back and forth. It's not, I don't think the beer industry is racist. I just don't think there's been an, if you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I mean, there's, there's, we, overt, we, there's overt racism, we, right? Right. And then there's, well, I, I don't think it's racism. I, it, it may, I think when you're going, you open up a brewery and you're starting a business, that's, you know, you're, as a brewer, that you're probably thinking this is about the beer. You know, now some of those other breweries understand, hey, okay, we need to diversify this shit. Um, what do we need to do that? So, you know, to your credit, after the shit you went through on Twitter, 
you know, Alana put together that, uh, you know, that uh, um, uh, I Am Craft Beer event here. Right. And, you know, they, we got, you know, we had 100 people show up and That's good conversation. And, you know, we had panelists and it was, you know, it was, you know, 2020 is going to be the year. Of course, now you really can't. <laughs> 2020 is over with. <laughs> you know? does, does 2020 count for anything? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, but, you know, to your credit, that, that shit you went through, you know, it spurred some, a lot of people around, you know, around the country to do some shit, you know, and if it, you know, half the reason I'm in the, in the, in the, in the business is because, you know, uh, first off, my day job is this time to go. It's been 10 years. <laughs> uh, oh, so, wait, wait. Did he just say 10 years? I've been on my day job for 10 years. Yeah, but, I but like, I, he can't leave. He does not have my permission to leave that job. Oh, I've, been on my, I've been on my day job for 20. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I'm on my third career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And look, and I'm only 41. <laughs> wow, damn, damn. You started young. He said, stand here. a good job. But no, you know, I'm, it's, you know, secondly, I'm in it for the beer. And thirdly, I'm in it because I'm like, you know, the, the, the community can do better. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're you're missing money if you're not reaching out to some of these other communities do, do, that can be customers, but they don't know they should be customers yet. I, so that's I what I a while ago I called out for like a lot of breweries to reach out to people to people of color who own these breweries and do these and do collaborate do collaborations with them because what happens is when you're doing these collaborations you're bringing in them into a community that will often overlook them so right. if you do this collaboration and the beer is bomb people are like oh my god who is this now yeah. you open them up to a whole new brewery that they would have overlooked that a lot of people would have overlooked for specific reasons or whatever you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah. just yeah. give them an opportunity that's that's what I loved about Fresh Fest. They did all those collabs with those different people mm. from around the city. I mean, literally, Nick. They did a collab with like um, like a, a a city council person. Yeah. They stuck him with a brewery. Said, "Hey, what do you think we should do?" This person knows nothing about beer, so they collaborate. They come up with an idea, and they make that person brew the beer with them. And then they served it at Fresh Fest. It was so dope. I was gonna do that. There were yeah. so many weird ass beers there. <laughs> no, but I mean, what a great way to force some some. And this is the wrong word, but to, to force some some integration in there, right? Yeah. To, to take people from from different places and like, look, we're gonna make you guys get together, and then that's just gonna bring more audience. And the more so, more audience you get in, then you're gonna get more applicants, right? And you're gonna get yeah. the people that are hiring to open their eyes a little bit to see more applicants. I was going to deal with uh, Second Shift. I was going to do a collab for this year. And that's why I was going to go down in April so we can get started. But yeah. <sighs> so um, one of the breweries here is the only female-owned brewery. It's called oh, Service wow. Brewing. We'll send, wow. we'll send, she, she kills it. We'll send, we'll send you some beer. Oh, you know what? I'm going to open right now. Oh, you have one of those. I did, yeah. Which one is that? Is that the? Uh, yeah, Tiramisu Rise Up. Mm. Yeah. Stout. The tiramisu milk stout. So she does, awesome. does some lovely beers. So their anniversary hit during this bullshit, right? Oh wow! And so they had to do their anniversary all on, all online. And well, that's fantastic. She, she kind of did the fresh fest thing. So she did she did all these collabs, but she did collabs with like you know people in the city that where the brewery is. So she kind of did that same thing. But yes, it's the only. So Kansas City has one female brewery, 
and um, two breweries with uh, um, uh, female head brewers. So oh, wow. at least uh, at least we got that. We're brothers serving in the tap room. At least we got that shit. <laughs> Do you count yourself twice if you're if you're a brother serving at two different tap rooms? Yeah, I'm getting two checks, motherfucker. We gotta get all the numbers we can. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is census year, goddammit. I'm counting myself twice. So I got this this beer. I don't know if you when we're talking to Chicago, do we talk about counting twice? <laughs> oh. This is uh this is what I just cracked. Tool uh Goliath. I'm trying to point it. I don't even know what the hell it is, to be honest with you. Okay, hold on, let's hold on. Do they make the writing even smaller than it used to be? Well you are old. <laughs> Boy, this is uh, you're rude. You're rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a Wait good a minute. Why is Nick drinking beer straight out of the can? Where is your beer glass? Uh, I, I I was afraid I'd, if I brought it outside, I'd break a glass. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> so this we usually this have baby. fancy fancy beer tasting glasses. This is a smoky imperial coffee stout matured with bourbon oak chips. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know how. Look nice. now, you know Nick may not. Nick doesn't know this, but Nigel, you've been on my page long enough to know how I feel about burgundy beer. I have a thing to where if there's a beer that I don't exactly care for by itself, before if my last resort is pouring it out, so I add bourbon to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that same shit. What yeah. what 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 does bourbon not fix? I know, right? Sometimes there there have been a couple of beers that bourbon just did not help, and I just had to. Oh, like yeah, like you make one joke and Nigel has to break out fancy glass just to be, just to be cool. <laughs> no, no, oh boy, oh boy, that glass <laughs> is sitting right there on deck. Okay, you should have that glass. Nah, I'm not taking chances. <laughs> I brought all the gear outside. I'm not. <laughs> you could have brought a glass out there, man. Really? <laughs> you you need to go. You need to go get that one beer though. You tripping? All right, I'll get that. That, that, that was the rule. You had to open at least one of those on this All podcast. Right. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. This is why we do video, Shalanda, because that, that way, because listening to it is one thing. Seeing us do it is a whole different experience. <laughs> I agree. Listening to us is bad enough. Watching us <laughs> is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't put mine on video yet, because I'm on the floor recording and sometimes it's hard for me to get back up after I've been drinking. <laughs> but you know what? That's 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 a layer of the show we want to see, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> we did. We've, so the we've, last, we've been last pretty. We've we had a few in our in our studio when we usually, you know, pre yeah. pre COVID when we had studio time. Yeah, yeah. So the, the last episode we did, we did a Zoom, and we had like twenty five people on there. That's and cool. My dumb ass. I'm like, let's open up all the mics at first. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and then we did it again at the end. <laughs> we didn't know where we didn't know where the show began or ended. It was it was fun, but it was super weird. <laughs> it was basically uh, a virtual taproom episode. It, it really was. It was the virtual tap. Room. It was just think of your think of your favorite you know really small taproom bar where everybody's crowded in and sounds bouncing off all the brick walls. That was our Zoom call. Yep. That sounds lit. I, I wish I could have done it there for that one. 
Well, the, the, the next time we do one, because obviously we need, that's all we can do right now, <laughs> right. we will send you the invite. Because, you know, it's funny. You know, it was funny today. I was at uh, Diametric and um, I was telling them, yeah, I got I to gotta go to the house and do this podcast. They're like, who's the guest? I said, Afro Beer Check. They're like, oh, shit, for real? <laughs> <laughs> really? What? <laughs> oh, no, no. No, you got some love here in Kansas City. Oh, wow. That's you amazing. Had, you had, you had <laughs> that's so funny. Kansas City. You, you really do. It's so funny because, like, because, like, like my, and there was one point where I was my husband's plus one to these different events, and now it's like he kind of turned to my plus one. So we were standing there, and he was like, "Oh my god, you're having a job!" It's so it kind of weird, like, (laughs) like, yeah, I am. (laughs) And I would tell people if you see me, please stop by and say hi because I'm not fun at all. But it's like it's still kind of weird at times. So, so isn't your husband in beer somehow? Is I want to say is he is he a writer? He has a blog called Chicago Beer Geeks, and then he has a podcast with his buddy called Chicago Beer Pass. Chicago, okay, cool. What's what's his history in craft beer? I remember your first your first podcast episode. You had him on there, and yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, he's a he's a beer guy too." It's a very cool story. Yeah, yeah, we uh, it was so funny because like he started um like around two thousand and nine ish. And his segue was so funny because, like, Argus, which is in the south side, no, not south side, but south side of Chicago, which is now closed because of everything that's been going on, I went to my first uh, beer event without him to that brewery. And then I came back and told him about Argus, and that kind of, like, opened up the whole, you know, thing. You know, like, he started hanging out with the Argus guys and then started bouncing around to different breweries. So we kind of, like, in a sense started it together but he was a, he gave me my first track that's very cool what's what's his what's his favorite style of beer <laughs> he is heavy into bourbon barrel aged stouts you know yeah. a, man after, a man after my own heart <laughs> i would say that's his jam I mean, he likes them all but if i if i was to, if i was to say i would say bourbon barrel aged is his is his jam yeah so like you guys have to come up I'm sure I know we're not having it this year, but next year you got to come. You got to do Fobab. Have what you is it? Fobab? Fobab Festival of Bourbon Barrel Aged Beers. What? Oh! <laughs> How do you guys have not heard about Fobab? <laughs> I've never heard of it. I don't know, but oh I want to book a ticket now. They have it every year. Um, they have. They usually have uh, two, what, four sessions. You know, two on Fridays and two on Saturdays. Wow! And it's different. Barrel aged. I mean, it's not just barrel aged beers, but they have like a sour room, and we have some IPAs there. But for the most part, ninety percent of it is barrel aged beers. It's a huge festival around November in November, sometime in November, mm. every year here in Chicago. That it sounds amazing. That's you know, <laughs> you know, right before the, the COVID nineteen hit, I went to uh, I went to New York for the other half brewing. They put mm. on that, that pastry town. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, pastry styles, pastries, and wrestling. That shit was lead. That it was so ridiculous. <laughs> the best part of that is the, the tag at the end and wrestling and wrestling. <laughs> so, so like every thirty minutes, so they, they had this ring upstairs. It was so ridiculous. It was in this building. It was two levels, and it was it was like ninety breweries, and then they had a wrestling ring, and they would. It was time to have. It was legitimate. And they would throw pastries, and it was, just, it was so ridiculous. I want to know oh. what that meeting was like at the end. We're like, guys, it's, this festival sounds great, but we need one thing, one more thing to add to it. Wrestling? 
Wrestling. Dude, when's the last time you watched live wrestling? It's, it's um, college, so 1990. Not, not that, not that bullshit. You talking about college wrestling? I'm talking about no, like, no, no. That's probably when I watched. That shit wrestling. is that shit is entertaining live. I'm gonna <laughs> say, let's see, how old is my youngest? She's 15, so I would say about 13 years ago, because her yeah. dad and I used to go to go see WWE often. So, I bet so, I haven't watched so, it since late nineties. So, <laughs> so just imagine you get to you get to drink and watch. Come on! Oh wow! <laughs> that shit was legitimate. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, and I met so many cool people up there. Um, the, I had no idea like the Brooklyn beer scene is it's fucking legit. Did you I, guys I, see? I, uh, his his name is Pastor Hops on IG, but he mm-hmm. was at he was at. Uh, he was at Fresh Press because he was my syndicate house member. We had to uh, a, a kick-ass bottle share at our Airbnb. I wish, <laughs> I, had, I, wish I, had, I wish I had known y'all was doing that. Oh my! We God. didn't know we were doing that until like the last minute. <laughs> so the house, you mean? Yeah, we were like, we were in the store. It's like, hey, y'all, don't have a, a party tonight? It's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then one of the house members kind of put it out, and then we went to the store, grabbed some. We went to go grab some some supplies. We didn't. Ex- expect for it to be as big as it turned out people are still talking about that bottle share but but question for you though because all you guys were in this house did y'all know each other how did this even happen no we didn't know each other i was like i missed it so 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 nick they go to fresh fest they get together and a group how many people were in that house and eight of us and they had they had never met each other and they're in this house for fresh fest i'm like i missed that shit I had a great time, but I needed that. <laughs> yeah, we it was just so funny because like people say, Oh, you know, what's you know, somebody had asked question, hey, y'all wanna rent a house? And it was okay, so a lot of us we jumped on, so we started our own little IG conversation. Right. And we kind kind of took it from there. And ever since we've been like this. Like we didn't know yeah. each other, but like, yeah. we were follow we followed each other on IG, but we didn't know each other personally. Right. We had never right. talked on the phone or anything right after fresh fest we left his family like i love those guys no i, I have i had i met so many people there it's so <laughs> ridiculous i'm like yeah yeah this is what i need to be doing <laughs> you know you hear, you hear a lot of people downplay twitter these days but that's not true if you're in the beer if you're beer scene if you're a beer sports twitter. writer or a, follow, a sports fan those things love, seem to like twitter. Is where where Twitter still is. I I am just I, I still am just shocked every time I go on Twitter now and I'm like, all oh, these beer people they all know each other all over the place. <laughs> no, I, I love beer Twitter. Beer Twitter's lit. Now I will it's say, funny lit. as shit. I have, beer Twitter is very game. protective too. If you come if you cross somebody on beer Twitter, oh they coming yeah. after you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a game out there. <laughs> it's just it's, it's real. Grown up. <laughs> Are you, still drinking, are, you, are you still drinking? Are you still drinking the same beer? I'm getting ready to run in, and I'm gonna go grab the bottle. Yeah, go, we, yeah, you got. We got to lose a taste test on one bottle, though. Come on, man. Look at that fancy uh, profile picture. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna talk shit on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Nick, about that picture. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> Somebody was, I was like, "It's a senior picture." Yeah, <laughs> <Not> this year. <laughs> Look, my daughter's my daughter's a senior this year. That shit oh no! Yeah, but you know what? It was perfect for her because she does not give a fuck. 
she was like, I'm on, she's like, she's been, she's been talking about going to college for the last year and a half. She's like, I'm ready to go to college. I'm done with, I'm done with these high school people. She's like, I'm over these people. Oh, They're wow. Terrible. So, but she, she's good with it. She's funny. She is totally oh, fine with it. So they're apparently they're going to do like a, they're going to try to do a graduation in July if they can manage it. But some like there's another school district on the Kansas side. They're doing like a virtual graduation mm-hmm. where you can have it's on site. You can have seven people there. It's like social distancing graduation. So they'll do one for 15 minutes. They get they leave. And then it brings somebody else in. It's going to take 24 hours to do this shit, probably. Oh, wow. No. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I told my daughter, I said, I'm kind of glad you're not graduating. I'm glad she's not a senior this year. Like, I was, I mean, for, like, dude, I want to do that. I want to do all the things with her. (laughs) Right. So, you know, my daughter, she's like, well, how much, I'm graduating. I'm, you know, it's it's a couple weeks away. She's like, how much money am I getting? <laughs> I love that she's like, well, you're not gonna turn the negative into a positive. Yeah, she's like, uh, what, what, what's that? What, what them dollars at? She's like, you about to tap into your beer budget. You just don't you know, know what. what? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. She just started uh, following me on Twitter. Ooh. She's oh, like, no. <laughs> no, you know, she's 18. So she, oh, look, I literally went. We went to Dallas uh, about three months ago, and you know. And so my mom, my, my, you know, my family lives down there. I'm like, well, there was a couple of beer fans. I'm like, you coming with me. <laughs> and oh she was gosh. like, ooh. You know, I was like, I said, when you get older, you might get to develop, develop a taste of beer. But it's, you don't need to have a taste of beer right now. You're fine. You know. She, that you was know, a rough she, open. That was a rough open? That was a rough open. Did, did it blow up on you? <laughs> uh, almost. Oh. Which, which one did you get? So we we grab. I did a blind grab. Uh, and this is the uh, this is the anniversary ale. Okay, I'm from Boulevard. Here. Did you st- at least stick it in the fridge there? I did. I did. Okay, good. Because them shits was hot when I got them. They've been they've been hot for five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know what? I kind of got that feeling when I picked that up. I'm like, oh, I bet I bet this has not been chilled. <laughs> so on, them, them shits, when, when I got them them shits last weekend, they were all dusty. <laughs> oh no no Jeez. I. I I brought it home and wiped it down. Little little in oh, dust, you? you know. <laughs> Chisel, get through that. <laughs> that is too funny. What's it doing? Can we can we see a representation of what it's doing? Oh, that doesn't look bad. No, no, What's no. I've, like? let, I've been letting it sit a little bit. What's it smell like? You even got a boulevard glass. Look at you, fancy uh, uh, pants. Smoke tech, smokestack series glass. Okay. And that's the is that the um That's the anniversary ale. Oh, the, the silver? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Go ahead. Let's, let's, let's see what happens. When Are you, 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 you look a little worried for me. Well, I got two bottles down here. That's why I need to know. <laughs> I need I'm not, you know what? Here's anything. the thing. I'm not catching much of anything in the smell. <laughs> Wait, give me time to open up. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> that's not great, Bob. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> that didn't like, that nope. didn't that didn't hold up well. <laughs> you know what that means? You got you got to check it. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't happening. With well, the the uh yeah, the bottle's still still going. It's still still fizzing over. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I'm not I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm going to have to move that I'm away from surprised. my That's that's a little close to the soundboard. Yeah. Well, my beer is quite lovely, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to switch back to the uh, service. 
because that's a fantastic beer. Yeah, that's a that's a that milk yeah, stout I mean, is amazing. It, it yeah, she's judging you right now with her eyes. She's like, where the where's your Hi, I'm just like, look, that glass is tainted now. You can get she bought another glass out. <laughs> I've never I've never met anybody so anti can. It's not. It's not that I am anti can. I just think that maybe this is where the snot part of me comes out. We leave the can drinking for the PBRs. <laughs> Look, I'm from Southwest Missouri, <laughs> and then we we pour into a glass with the with the more the better beer, so we can so you can open up and you can taste the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Where 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 I'm from, we make we make the local characters from the show Ozark look sophisticated. <sighs> Nick, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think I fired you like five times already. Look, look, you know we can't fire him. He's a he's a reclamation project. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's so funny because I work for the reclamation here. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, indeed. Are you I, done do, I do. I do feel the judge every time I pick up this can. I I can like feel the eye lasers. Yeah, that's too nice. That's too nice of a beer to be drinking out of a can. To be honest with you, just keep it real. Yeah, right Courtney service. Courtney service would be horrified. Well, I do not want to. That's the brewer. Yeah, you wouldn't like it when she's angry. <laughs> I don't like much of anybody being angry at me. No, we're that's not. Well, actually, side actually that's that's not true. My my other my other shows, I like to make people angry. So, Shalanda, what what what? For those who are uninitiated to Chicago, we talked about Chicago beer beer scene. What what what's the other what's the other things to do in Chicago that you would like? What's like? I, there's probably some food shit there that I, I don't even know about. Man, Chicago's you, a food city. Is it really? Is it yeah, considered it, a food city? It is very. How, how did you not know that? I mean, I know, I know, like pizza. No, Chicago is a food city, and the reason, and and that's not me just saying that, but it's that's well known. Like, we have more than just pizza. You know, we have different cuisines because of the fact that we are so diverse. Like, for instance, where I live at in Rogers Park alone, we have this probably the most diverse area of Chicago. So, like, if really? I walk down one side of the street, I can hit a, an Ethiopian and a Jamaican and an Italian okay. restaurant. Then if I go on this side, you know, I can hit up the Indian spot. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. we're very diverse here. So, it's a food city because you're going to get some of everything here. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, that's when, when I went to New York, when I was in Brooklyn, I'm like, there is everything up in this bitch. Yeah. I mean, from, from one block to the next, it would be it would be Latino, it would be Black, mm-hmm. it would be Jewish. At one point, we went to this one spot, you know, because, you know, the, it's, it's, it's the Hasidic Jews, the ones with the, with the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The There's the all shit. types of those. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause, like, cause like, I, there, was, there was some at the motherfucking bar. Just west of me in Westridge, well, they call it Rest Watchers Park, but Westridge, that's all Hasidic Jews. So even the stores over there, like if you go to, like, uh, Mariano's or a Walmart, they have a whole culture culture section to you know yeah. for them. So yeah. I tend to stop over there better because they have better quality for them. So it's like I go over there myself. But yeah, yeah this, this, like, yeah, this part of the country is on some bullshit because we ain't got none of that. We got some Amish out here. <laughs> we got those too. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you, need to, 
if you know where to go, you can find some, you know, authentic Hispanic foods. Man, we I have mean, so here, many. I mean, here to to an extent, but come on, man. No, here. no, it's it's not like the bigger the bigger cities where you really have like whole neighborhoods that are yeah. you know, generations of a culture. Oh, yeah, yeah I have- mean, unless you go down to the you know you know Southwest Boulevard, that's where the that's where all the Mexican restaurants are. Right, you know, KCK. But, the, but those are real Mexican restaurants. Not the we, shit that we, we have. have one, we have one here in our suburb. One. Yeah. We have whole neighborhoods that are, are Hispanic, and then right. like, even like where I live at now, we have a very huge Hispanic community. Like we have some of the best tacos, street tacos. Oh God, yes. And then <laughs> that, before COVID nineteen, and that's what I'm really pissed right. off about because before COVID nineteen, so there's a school right across the street, this busy street for me. And then there's a little Hispanic lady who stands right here on this corner from where I live at. And she sells the, she sells the best elotes, oh. the Mexican street corn. Oh, oh. And she's, I'm, you know, she hasn't been out there. Yeah, it's so good. And it's only Nick, like two bucks. Nick said he's about to have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off your video. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah. look, there's something beautiful about authentic street food yes yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm loving look you're it. from new orleans man you know i am not from new orleans i used to live in new orleans i love i love my food though yeah but i don't yeah, like the, to count the, the state you, you give me some so so shalana my, my mother's jamaican my Ooh. father's so you you catch me some i went when i was in brooklyn we found this this place i swear my mother was back there cooking that jamaican food <laughs> I had like some oxtail and some shit like that. I had some, I had some straight have, up Jamaican shit. Yeah, we have a spot like that on Howard Street, just like two blocks north of me. And when you walk in there, they get, oh my God, it's like, actually they're from straight up Jamaica. Their sauce, their chicken. Yeah. Like, man, yes, I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. You know, now, now I want some and I cook dinner. <laughs> I feel like I've got about six or seven great quotes out of this show. <laughs> like Chicago beer is magical. That one. Absolutely. You re- you need to put that on the shirt. I'm telling you, with your logo, you need to write that shit down. You know how many people buy that shirt? Chicago beer is magical with your logo. <laughs> I love the shirt you got on too. That shirt is great tonight. Oh, this is actually from um, Beer Babe Jess. So she's here in Chicago as well. So yeah, this is her shirt. So yeah, shouts out yeah. To, to Jess, Jessica Merritt. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send you some, we're gonna send you some beer so you can get that Kansas City flavor. Um, well, I'm all for it. I love getting beer now. I, I have to mention. I've, I've sent beer to people I've met on Twitter, just the beer people, and I'm like, you ain't gotta send me shit back. I mean, I don't you know, I don't give a fuck. I've got enough beer in there to do to put together orders like I'm a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, All of a sudden, I he's going to have this. his own table set up at the next market. I, know, right? <laughs> I would yes, gladly, gladly accept. <laughs> so I no, appreciate no, it. No, yeah, absolutely. I, didn't, I mean, for me, when I buy like a six or a four, I'm, I might want one, but I'm the rest of them, I'm like, I need to share that shit. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to hoard. You know, these beer people like to hoard. I'm not a hoarder. I'm a drinker. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to drink the beers. I'm not trying to save it. I think I've got one beer, and I'm not even sure why the hell I'm saving it. But it's over there. See, that's the thing. Like, I tried to, that was my downfall. Like, so, you know, have you, do you follow Black Beer Travelers? 
Yes, on, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so Brandon, he's another one of my syndicate brothers. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon has sent me some beers from Pure Project. Oh my God, love their beers. Yeah. So I was trying to hold it down because I was gonna, you know, I trying to hold it down for Fresh Fest, and we know we do a bottle share. Like, hey, you know, got this. Shit, I'm cracking them beers. I'm cracking them one up with tonight. <laughs> I mean, like, this, I this is the times we live in. I got a friend of mine, Stephanie. Shout out to Stephanie. Her refrigerator has no food. It's all beer. And if she's got a room, she's a marathon runner. It's metals and beer. And I'm like, you need to stay. So this just happening. She's actually getting into drinking those beers. I'm like, what are you saving them for? They're going to be terrible. So she's what? finally so that's what everybody's doing. I have a friend who's, I have a coworker. The guy, she, the guy who gave me my, helped me with my name. He lives in a brownstone in Chicago. His cellar is the length of the, of the brownstone. <laughs> and his beers, is walls, wall beers. Yeah, like, dude, why are you, see, I'm not, say for me, I'm not a seller. I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to keep beers. As soon as I get them, I want to drink them. I'm the same yeah. with booze, though, too. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to hold on to it. I want to drink it. I kind of, I And I want to have my friends over, and we're all going to drink it. Well, yeah. we don't have our friends over anymore, but, you know. <laughs> right. So it's like, I, I mean, you know, I might have, I might have cheated on the social distancing, distancing a couple of times. Like today? <laughs> I might have had two or three people up in here. What's your go-to liquor? Because you're a, you're a liquor girl, too, so I'm very interested. We already uh, covered this, didn't we? No, go to, go to. What's her go to? Uncle Nearest whiskey. Uncle I, who? Uncle Nearest. That is so good. I just tried that in the last six months. Just tried that. It is amazing. How did you not? Oh, yeah, Uncle Nearest. It, it's really it's black owned, owned by a black woman. You know, Uncle Nearest was a slave who actually taught Jim Beam how to uh, distill whiskey. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, so fine. Where did you get that, Nick? Where the fuck did you get that? Is that here? Uh, Seth at Libations. And he oh, just he, he just toured. Really? Yeah, he just did the he's, tour he's, in yeah, February. That must be, he's holding out. That's what's going on. No, it's, that is good <laughs> stuff. He'll deliver okay, it to your door, man. Very but, smooth. I, wow. I really enjoy it. So I try to keep that. That's a staple on my bar. So, so Shalon, just you know, he talking about quotes from the show. He he hit me up the other day. He said, "What what's the, what are some good quotes from the show?" And one of his, his favorite ones is, "I like bourbon." <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite. Yeah, but he has his bourbon shirt on, I see. Bourbon just made that shit in his house. I just made this today. Oh well. We need to we need to send we need to send Shalana one of those, please. All right, well, yes, yes, I'm all for it. We will make what's, you what's, a shirt. what size you need? I'm gonna make this happen. I'm like a three. Well, if it's a male shirt, like two X, three X, I like my shirt. Okay, big. so yeah, we're gonna send you some beer and a shirt. There we go. Yes, loving it. We'll probably throw two shirts in. We'll need to make her a beers with Nigel shirt. Oh, maybe we'll, I'll send you one of these. I got this right here. Check this out. Oh, she needs so one of those. Is one this of, is awesome. Yeah. What shirt is that? Uh oh. Flip it around, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plain shirt. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So one of our friends, they do, they do graphic designs and shit, and you know this shit has hit them as well. And so they're like, "What can we do?" So basically, they're doing shirts, stickers, hats, and a percentage of what they sell is going to people in the service industry. Oh wow, that's amazing! Like even yeah. like 
I've been able to feel like, well, I don't keep shirts on stock here because I have a, a, a manufacturer that does that, but right. I just got hit with the email that they're starting back up. So like they started back up. So like when people process orders, like even my shirt parts from there, I've been like donating them for people who I know who've been hit hard. Like they're just right. trying to like, make it to the next day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm trying, you know, you can't save the world, but you can at least help it. Yeah. No, but so, you, can, you can make it better one day at a time. So yeah. if, if, if people want to get your merch, where, t- tell them where they get it at. Afrobeatrix.com. Look, and if y'all ain't got an Afrobeatrix uh, shirt or some sticker, motherfucking. Uh, sticker. <laughs> some. And if, and if you want to hear her talk, she's got her own show, too. Yes, I'll be up talking shit come next week. You know, I, I I will say this. You know, that's another thing. You know, I actually wanted to get on like my Twitter account and talk about it. Like, mental health is important because this shit will have you freaking depressed. Fuck, fuck up. This shit is hard, man. And my Friday night, be okay with that. Weird. My Friday night. You have to, Shalom. You have to understand where I live. There's a brewery right next door to me. My homeboy's brewery. I can walk down my stairs and walk in the side door and get a beer. Not right now. <laughs> yeah. So the. So the downtown area I live, that I live at, it's 7 p.m. like tonight, 6 p.m., it's a wrap. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to hear is this train coming down the street. We <laughs> shouldn't be able me. to hear you talk right now. Yeah, I can <laughs> yell. He might be, be uh, yelling because I'm about to die. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. no, mental health, you're exactly right. I mean, This is depressing. This, is got, like, this got some people fucked up. Check on your peoples, you know? It's just, yeah. it's, and it's so hard because, you know, it's like I try to – Social media will have you pissed off because, you know, you go on Facebook, you have the Facebook conspiracy theorists. They piss you off. Then yeah. you're stuck in the house. You can't go anywhere. And I feel sorry for my people. I love them to death for who are stuck with kids under uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> I can well, do it. No, I don't know about y'all. I couldn't fucking do it. There's no way. Some of my, some of my other I, – I have some other podcasts and some of those I've talked to some – had some mental health people on and they've talked about it. You just, you've got to let yourself be okay with saying this shit is hard Yeah. And let yourself have a day. And you don't have to have the same productivity level that you have when you go to your job. It's okay mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Today you get 10% effort. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and it's you know, hard. Feel, it's hard. And then like, for me, like I'm, it terrifies me because like I have lupus. So it's like a lot of the symptoms that I get in just a, a flare up, mimic that of COVID-19. So it was like, shit, damn, did I get this? So this is a flare-up or what? So it's like, you're freaking out because you don't know what it is. I can't yeah, wait till shit is over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know uh, unfortunately, we have no idea how this is going to play out. No. You know? Well, and that's part of why it's hard, is right? Just there's yeah. so much we don't know. So, you know, you know, I keep telling, I was having I had this conversation last night. I was high as fuck because I do get high. Sometimes you have those clarity moments. I was like, you know what? We're on this goddamn spinning ball. <laughs> they keep zooming out. They, you know, they keep zooming out, and, and they, they look. Oh, this is this is the Earth. This is the universe. So you know, ultimately, when it comes down to it, we're lucky as fuck because <laughs> we we don't know. We don't look. You think you know? You don't know. No. no idea. But you know what? We still we can still drink beer. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Breweries, breweries are essential. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. I agree. 
So we appreciate I just got that side eye again, damn it. <laughs> you got the side eye from the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and your Hey, hold your on. Hand. No. <laughs> Too late. I already know you did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, but we appreciate you doing this. I don't know oh, how thank long, you, guys. You know what? It's been we. It's you know what? Fun. We, we, good, we stopped trying to time these episodes. Yeah, we That's the fun. Yeah. yeah, we really don't even time them. We're like, what the? How long is it gone? No, just keep going. It's fine. Yeah, the but fun you know, of it. Yeah, the fun of it is just like, okay, you just kind of go with the flow of it. But you know, the, the, you know, really. Really, the, the podcast I listen to on a consistent basis, and I don't give a fuck, and I know they go an hour and a half, mm-hmm. is like Drinking Partners. Um, yeah. I just, I just, it goes so quick. I'm like, oh, that shit's over. It's right. not. And even, even like, I don't know, do you listen to your own after you do it? No, not really, because I'm always drunk. And then it's like, I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? I'm like, forget it. I just, that's why I said, I, when I record, because I'm on there by myself, unless Nick, you know, hop on and he right. kind of lets me do my own thing. So when I'm doing it by myself, I try to keep it under 30 minutes. So it's like, and I tell people, what you hear is what you get. I don't edit shit. You may hear my kid call my name. You may hear the dog bark. It is what it is. And then it's like, right. a couple of times I did go back and listen. I'm like, I was drunk as hell. What was I talking about? <laughs> what, well, whatever. But apparently people like it. So we keep doing it. But you know what, though? Yeah, yeah you're entertaining, though. That's what I love. I love to go back and I'm like, I know I said some weird ass shit. <laughs> oh, should I said that? <laughs> right. So no, no, you no. The, <laughs> I think I, I think you should go longer. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man, I'd be really lit on the floor. Like that's, look, that's what I'm saying. I have to do the video version. Like, look, y'all. Let me say y'all. Yeah. Well, then you just saved the you saved the second hour for for your Patreon fans. That's bonus <laughs> material. <laughs> The uncut version. <laughs> yeah, That's the director's cut. <laughs> so that way y'all can get an insight just how crazy I really am. <laughs> uh, welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel doesn't hold anything back. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a perfect platform. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the response I get, people, they're like, I, I don't think I'm talking anything to this fucking highbrow. But people are like, oh my God, that was such a poignant conversation. I'm like, you really said poignant? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but people ask me, like, what are you guys doing? What what is Nigel doing with this show? I, was, I don't know. We're we're having a show. Like we hang out in the bar. Look, it's we the cracked same up talk. today. We laughed today because we I'm like, okay, what's 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 the release schedule? I'm like, I have no idea. I said Nick, when Nick gets done with the audio part, that's when I throw the video part out. I'm like, <laughs> we have no, we don't even talk about it. <laughs> he, he might post. He might post some shit. I'm like, well, he posted two days ago. I should probably post a video. <laughs> there you go. Same. <laughs> but you know, you he know. got shit to do, so I'm not. You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. I don't know. I may yeah. do some uh some lip sync battle later on after I have a couple more beers and do it on Streamyard. That way, I can stream it to Twitter too, so people can yeah. see it as we're doing it. Yeah. Nice. I'm yeah. I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for a karaoke fucking like. Zoom and shit, cause you know uh, that's my gen- you know I'm a karaoke cat. Yeah, that's what I think you do tonight. Do some prints. That needs to be an upcoming episode. <laughs> look, 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 throw, throw off the white people. I do some Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You can't you can't scare us. I'll do some Kenny Chesney on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? He, ne- he needs a black guy to do some of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it might I'll improve things. Look, Shalanda, I'll fuck around. I, I got a couple of house tunes in my back pocket. Little Chicago house. Gotta have a house. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get raunchy with it, though. That's the thing. You gotta get raunchy with it. The, the last time I came to Chicago was in the 90s. And we ended up, oh, uh, it, it might be too soon, we ended up on an R. Kelly video shoot. <laughs> wow. And then we went to this I club. have many we questions. <laughs> went to this club. Downstairs was R&B. Upstairs was house. And I was like, I'm going upstairs. Fuck a bass. I love me some Chicago house. <laughs> the, the people that, most people don't know anything about it. What do you know about that, Nick? Nothing. Yeah. We, get, <laughs> we got nothing. <laughs> Wait, nothing. so which means... I'm surprised that you haven't been you haven't been uh, to the chosen few picnic. The what what? The chosen few picnic. It's a big house picnic every year in Chicago. Where's it at? It's um like on 63rd and uh, South Shore Drive. It's on I the South Side of Chicago. I have not. It's when huge is that every year. It usually happens uh, the weekend after Fourth of July. Which I don't so think may, gonna maybe it's going to happen this year. Maybe no, nah, it ain't happening because they already shut down all. They the oh, governor was really? like, nope, no large events this year. Yeah, so, the, so the next, state next said no big festivals, right? Yeah, the yeah the For governor the shut it down. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I, I, I you know, and I, you know, this was the first year I hadn't been to Mardi Gras in like twelve years. Wow! But all the all the other festivals, jazz fest, fucking French Quarter fest, they moved all that shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. But you know, what can, at least I, at least I got to that that beer festival in New York for this shit. Jumps. Oh, I was in the yeah. hot spot. Look, I, I love I love New Orleans, but I mean, let's let's be fair here. It's all it was already a little bit of a risk health wise. Here, here, here we go. This is because you don't know anything about New Orleans, sir. Knowledge, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You you think French Quarter? No, that no, no. That's one I, one I, of, a percent of of the city. Yeah. I know the French Quarter and some other place I got lost once, but but I don't remember a whole lot of it. Was pro- it was probably in the French Quarter. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was a car ride somewhere, and then I don't remember yeah, a lot. You probably had a hand grenade, didn't you? Didn't you? Nah. On, on Bourbon Street, one of them hand grenades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you 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 look like the hand grenade type. <laughs> I don't remember that particular drink, but I don't say no that's, to many that's, drinks. That's my point. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there aren't many things I say no to. Nobody have offered me to, pictures. Uh, Solani, have you been to New Orleans? I have. What, what, is I, your, what, what is your interpretation of it? You know what? I went with, well, I had a classmate from college who, she was from there, so she took me home, and I got to, I, of course, you know, you get to see the French Quarter, but I got to see, um, you know, a lot of the other parishes that, you know, get overlooked because we were partying right, we with right. our family, and I had a great time. Yeah. Because people think it's just French Quarter. They're wrong. Nah, it's so many different other, you know, neighborhoods that you get to, you know, go and experience. So I had a great I, time. I, I literally, yeah, I literally, I take people every year, new people. I'm like, you get one shot at the French Quarter. One shot. We're going to go to Emerald's restaurant called Nola. It's two blocks from the French Quarter. We're going to walk to Bourbon. You're going to look right. You're going to look left and see that shit show. And we're leaving. <laughs> 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 I'm like, uh-uh. I lived there, and I never went there. Mm. The only people who went there was tourists. Well, that's just like here in Chicago. It's like people 
who like they run to like Navy Pier. I hate going to Navy Pier. Like for what? Yeah. What am I going down there for? You know what I'm saying? Like of course when you're when you're living somewhere, it's like you know, okay, it is what it is. You know, right. versus a yeah. tourist. Yeah. Like and I work on like I work on Michigan Avenue, and that Dude. is a shit show of a ter- of tourists. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And I I be trying to people standing there trying to take pictures like well, because I'm trying to get home. Move out of my way. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. This this is the largest Starbucks. I don't want. Look, let me go. They have and the largest Starbucks in. They just. In- they just opened up the world largest Starbucks uh, a few months ago. You see my face. I'm like, why? It's why huge. is that? Because they were bored and needed to um and needed to waste money and it's the shit is still garbage. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a Starbucks fan. So like my my job is the building the brown building that sits right behind it. And, and it's so funny because like the line, when they first opened, the line was around the corner. I'm like, oh, if y'all don't get y'all asses out my way so I can get home. <laughs> there is no reason for Starbucks. And even more so now, like for, for Nigel, Nigel lives next door to a place that, well, basically if a few stoners invented their own Starbucks, that's the <laughs> coffee shop that Nigel lives yeah. in. So Shalanda, so you see the brick wall next behind me, right? Yeah. So there, there's a speakeasy on the other side of the boat. So since they can't do the speakeasies, so they open downstairs, they, they have this, let's just call it a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So now you can go down there and, and they'll, they bottle the cocktails mm-hmm. and you can just take it with you. So it's all to go. So they're, st- they're still cracking, but I, I had, they, so they have a, a, a coffee, it's called, it's a bourbon, uh, what is it? Uh, what's it called, Nick? Bourbon burnt sugar. Bourbon burnt sugar latte, right? Oh, wow. Delicious. But you know what I had them do? I said, put a shot of Four Roses in there. Oh, wow. And so, that was actually, so, that was the meeting that made this show happen. That is true. That is true. <laughs> down there on a Sunday morning. <laughs> like 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. And we threw two or three of those things we down. Like, Let's do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now so, it's called, so people go down there, now it's called the Nigel Coffee. Or, or as I like to call it, call it the COVID coffee. Well, I didn't. I didn't know you'd named it. <laughs> no, they named it the Nigel coffee. I called it the COVID coffee because when I go in, I, I say, "Give me the COVID," and they know it's that coffee, and they'll they'll take that 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 four roses and be like, "Wow!" Hold on, I'm gonna show you a, a bottle real quick. All right, so don't they have look. all these don't look. cocktails. They have all these lovely cocktails at the bar. And so they were like, we should just bottle them up. So here we are with the uh, espresso martini. Ooh. And it is Little fantastic. tiny bottles. So it's, it's basically, you know, one drink. And then, and then they've got big bottles. So anyway, that's just, yeah. What time oh, wow. Yep. Going at 6 o'clock. Uh-oh. I should probably pay attention to my family at some point today. Yeah, I'm about to go uh, finish up with uh, dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we appreciate you coming on, girl. Oh, thank you for having me anytime. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're, literally, when it's just over, we're coming to Chi-Town. Hey, let me know. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna need a tour guide. And I okay. Like, I feel like you're going to be – yeah, we're going to do a show as well. Okay. Let me know. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Nigel's going to rent yeah. us one of those double-decker buses. We're gonna drive up from here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, <I'm> not. 
I mean, that sounds amazing, <laughs> but it also sounds expensive. Yeah. <laughs> this is a low budget. This is a low budget project. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Let's get that sponsor. Let's get that sponsors. Get the sponsors. There we go. I thought that was your job. I've already got a sponsor ready to sponsor this shit. <laughs> we got a brewery that wants to sponsor us. Oh, that's dope. Sort of. Yeah. Because he's, you know, th- you know, next up the the podcast master. Because he, you have like twelve podcasts going on right now. Uh, I have three, and then I produce a handful of others. Okay, oh, wow. so, what a, so he's the podcast guru. So you know, he knows how to monetize. We're gonna try to monetize this shit. Okay, but but, but, but chances chances are the, mo- the monetary payment is gonna be fierce. <laughs> which, which the you problem already is, do it, the, Shalana, you're already doing that shit. People must send you beer. <laughs> the problem you're is, Nigel it. and I will say yes to that if they say, "Can we give you beer?" <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no wrong answer. No. But again, my lady, we we appreciate you coming on. Thank you guys. Uh, I had fun. Thank yeah, you, we'll, Shalana. We'll, that was we'll, awesome. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. We'll, we'll do this again, but in person. Okay, we'll do. All right, love you, love you, show. Love you, see ya. Bye bye. You have been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network, and it's available on your favorite podcast apps. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beers with Nigel.